Yo, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Caitlin, here with Speak of the Devil. We are on to episode eight, and I'm very excited to be back with you guys this week because we are going to talk strictly about college basketball today. And this is my absolute favorite time of year. All the tournaments that kick off the college basketball season have started. They're going on now. It is a great time to watch college basketball and a great time to watch Duke, of course. Now, I haven't been on for about a week, so I am going to run through Duke's last two games. Not going to dwell that much on the first one, Duke versus Delaware. We won that game 92-58, to easy dub for our guys. All I'm going to give you from that game is our stats as a whole and our leading score, which I bet you can't guess who it was. So our team stats, we were 34 from 68 from the field, exactly 50%, which I think is wild. We were 6 from 14 from 3, which is 42.9%. And then we were also 18 for 21 from the free throw line, which is 85.7%. We love that stat. Now we did have 10 turnovers that game, not that bad. Not nearly as bad as the Kansas game. Our leading scorer was Flip. He had 18 points, 3 walks, and 8 rebounds. I was really, really hoping they were going to keep him in the last like two minutes so he could get two more rebounds, but that is okay. We share the wealth at Duke. So that was an easy dub. I cannot lie to you and say that I was not nervous about the Bellarmine game because I was. I was nervous before the Bellarmine game started, and as I watched it, kept getting more and more nervous. With that being said, I think that we played a great all-around game against Bellarmine. Now, before I go into my actual reaction for the game, let's run through those stats because that game was actually a very good game. Our team stats, we won 74 to 57, 25 from 55 from the field, which is right on track, 45.5%, right around 50. Our threes, we took 35 threes against Bellarmine. Pause for dramatic effect. 35 threes. Just to refresh your memory, against Delaware we took 14 and we made 6. So now Bellarmine, 35. We made 14 of those. So that's 40% from the 3. I'm going to touch back on our 3-point shooting, but just circle that in your mind. 40% from 3. And our free throw shooting, we were 10 of 11, 90.9%. We love to see that stat. We only had eight turnovers against Bellarmine, also very good. We had 18 assists total, which I think is great. Now I'm going to circle back to the three-point percent. I know, as Duke fans, we get spoiled. We like to think that we know everything. I also think that I know everything about basketball, which I clearly do not. But it gets frustrating to watch your team shoot 35 threes. Now, we did make a great majority of that, 40%. People wanted them to go down low, to Ryan Young, to Lively, all that stuff. You can't knock on these kids for taking 
wide open threes. There was a sequence where we were on offense and Proctor took an open three and missed it and Mitchell took an open three and missed it. And I think Mitchell took his first. They were wide open. They they were great. Our ball movement was so amazing to watch. So we had so many people open to shoot threes. That is why they were shooting them. They were so open. It's really kind of hard to pass up an open shot when you're that open. And we had been hitting them. We were hitting them. So can't really be mad at the team for shooting that many threes, especially when you're shooting 40%. Now, we're going to go through the starters from that game and their individual stats. So Mitchell had eight points, three rebounds, and three assists. Flip had eight rebounds, two assists, and 18 points. Again, was our leading scorer. Lively was interjected into the starting lineup this past game, and he had five rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and two points. Proctor had eight rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and six points. And then Roach did not have a rebound, but he had five assists and ten points. The bench, I'm not going to read all their stats, just the two that stuck out to me. Blakes had two rebounds, two assists, and eight points. And Jacob had two rebounds and 16 points. He was four of seven from three by himself. And I don't know why people will try to come for me for calling him Jacob, but I like his first name better than his last name. So I'm going to continue to call him Jacob. Anyways, those stats overall. Now, you hear Lively's stat line, and you don't think that it's that impressive. If you watched the game and you paid attention, you realize that this is pretty much Lively. Now, I, I think his stats will get better as the season goes on, but I'm convinced just from watching him play the past couple games, this is him. He's the kind of guy that's going to do stuff on the court that's going to help us way more than anything on the stat sheet. Seriously. Obviously, his five rebounds, two assists, two blocks, and two points helped. But his presence out there, his screens, his defense, incredible. So I'm all in with Lively. I love it. The production is there in other aspects. Now, Flip, of course, he was a beast as per usual. I've just come to accept it from him. He really, his attitude and everything is so great. Proctor has looked amazing since the second half of the Kansas game. Not going to say the first half. Going to say the second. I think that game was very pivotal for him, and I'm very excited to see him going forward. Now, Roach didn't concern me that game, really. It just seemed like he was forcing too much. And that actually leads me into my next point. I got asked, I think, by at least five people in my direct messages, if I would prefer to see Roach or Proctor running the point. And it's a hard question for me to answer because I want to believe in Roach because I do believe in Roach. He's our lone captain. He came back. He's He's got the skills there. And you can see it. When he drives it, it's amazing. It looks great. Ball movement, great. He had five assists. Love that. I personally, for right now, think when Proctor is running the point, and Roach is not, it just looks more smooth on offense to me, to me personally. That is just what I personally think. So as of right now, I wouldn't mind rocking with Proctor at the point guard position, honestly. I mean, just see it. Why not, right? I just, the thing that I love about this team is we really are so deep and it can be a good thing and a bad thing, but right now I think it is a good thing. I'm loving the rotations. We all know how I feel about Ryan Young, if you guys look at my Twitter. I think he's great, okay? I think he's a great hustle player. His skill set is there. It's just for certain games, he really should not be playing as much as he is. But the Bellarmine game, he did a great job. He hustled. 
He did what we needed him to do. Now, I think overall, that win was very solid for us. It's good for us to play teams like Bellarmine being so young. They are experienced. They are good. I mean, I some of the shots they were hitting were like the most difficult shots I've seen a team hit. I would not want to see them in the tournament personally. I'm glad we won. We were up by like 10 pretty much the whole game, at least 10, but it did not feel like that. It felt like we were only up by like two and we were up 16. It was it was crazy. It just felt like they could turn it on at any moment. Now, I talked about the threes thing already. A lot of those shots were open threes. We cannot knock the guys. Of course, we need to look to the post more. I agree with that, but the ball movement was so beautiful. You can't even be mad at them. One person that really did stick out to me this game, though, other than Jacob coming off the bench was Blake's. His energy, I love him. I'm all in with him. I love him coming off the bench. I think he's great. I think his shot has gotten better. He has a ton of energy when he's out there. Literally, if you watch him, anything he does, he has a reaction to. A steal, a block, anybody on the team does anything. He's hyping them up. I just think he is a great player for us to have, and I'm very happy that he's on Duke, so defensively I thought we looked really good to be honest for the most part yeah I thought we did um I think that we just need to work on our defense off screens we have such a hard time coming off screens and rotating over and they got so many backdoor cuts because we could not go around the screens our help defense needs a little work with that but if you rewatch the game or if you watch the game live Duke really did play great defense honestly it looked great Again, we still haven't seen any zone. I don't think we will see zone. I think the zone would not have been great against Bellarmine, obviously. I don't think Shire's going to switch into a zone until he absolutely has to. And clearly the man-to-man is working. Only issue is we really do need to fight off around those screens. It is kind of frustrating to watch, too, because you see the cuts and they're so simple, but the guys, they'll get it together. They just definitely need to work on that. Overall, our hustle looked amazing. The energy was there. It felt like a... It didn't feel like an easy game because, one, it wasn't. And, two, it was just a good game to watch. If you like basketball, it was a great game. So, overall, was very impressed by the Bellarmine game. It made me feel better about our team going forward into the Phil Knight Legacy Classic, which they are going to be on tomorrow on ESPN at 3 against Oregon State. But Bellarmine game definitely helped prep us to go into that game. Now... Everybody was having a panic attack about Whitehead. I'm not really sure what people expect from him coming back. His shots didn't look bad. He just doesn't have his legs back underneath him yet, and that is going to take reps. That is going to take games. We are only five games into the season. He will be better by the time March rolls around. He will be at his he will be at his best then, which is exciting. And it's good to see him out there in the rotation making defensive plays. You know, he he played a good game for what he could do. Yes, he missed his shots, but really, I didn't think his shots looked bad. You could tell. You could tell. They were so short. His legs just weren't there yet. The one that he airballed, I thought was going in. It was a good shot. It just didn't have enough air under the ball. Got hit that arc a little bit for me. But Whitehead will be back to normal, so I'm really not concerned about that at all now I know other people are but we got to give this kid a break give him a couple games to get into his groove honestly it just he needs a couple games so it's good to see him back out there with the team and on the bench he's interacting with the team so I really like to see all that type of stuff now I am going to veer from Duke just for a second because there is a ton of stuff going on in college basketball right now 
Now, as many people know, if you've been listening to my podcast, following me on Twitter, following me on social media, I graduated from UofL, and I will always cheer for UofL in any sport except when we play Duke, and that is my only rule. Now, Louisville is 0-5 in basketball. It's not great. I watched the game the other night against Arkansas so I could try to figure out what was going on with them. And to be honest, the first half was not bad. They looked good. They looked decent. I was like, okay, they're keeping up. I'm not really sure what's wrong with Louisville. You look at their team, they shouldn't be that bad. Sure, they maybe could have had three losses normally, but they should have at least won two of those games. So it's it's hard to pinpoint what's going on with Louisville. I don't think that they're going to win many games, unfortunately. I really want them to, and I love the cards, and I'm cheering for them, but it's it's rough. It's rough, and uh, I really don't know what the solution is. I feel bad for Nolan. He's not used to it like that over there, and I just I feel bad for the program as a whole. So I'm really hoping that they can turn it around and just win a couple games um, in saying that, if we lose to Louisville, I will be pissed. But we all know how that goes. Every team comes out, lights out against Duke. So I probably wouldn't be that shocked if that happened to us. I don't think we'll lose that game. Don't Do not quote me on that. We will not lose that game. <laughs> but uh, you already know how it goes against Duke. Everybody's going to come out shooting lights out. Now, I did watch the Creighton-Arkansas game, um, I believe last night or the night before. I can't remember what night it was. Uh, incredible. I think it was last night. Yeah. My days are running together. It's only Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. It's confusing. But that game, I would not want to see either of those teams in March, to be honest. Uh, I was impressed by both. That game, if you didn't watch it, look at the replays. It was an amazing game. The Maui tournament is one of my favorites, and I really want Duke to go back to that tournament because I want to go to it. <laughs> I would love to go to Hawaii, and also Duke always plays so good in that tournament. And that tournament is always stacked. It's one of my favorites. So moving on to Duke's next game. It is tomorrow at 3 p.m. on ESPN. We play Oregon State in the Phil Knight Legacy Classic, and it's in Oregon. I do not anticipate us losing to Oregon State. Knock on wood. I just knocked on wood. I don't think that they're very good. I don't see anything that really concerns me, especially the way we just played against Bellarmine. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game. Get to eat some turkey, watch some Duke basketball. It sounds like a great day to me. So I am going to be releasing another episode on Sunday after tomorrow's game. And then whatever happens after tomorrow's game, we'll talk about that on the podcast on Sunday. I am very excited. I will have a guest with me on Sunday. Not going to ruin that for you guys. But I hope everyone enjoys their Thanksgiving tomorrow surrounded by friends and family. Please stay safe. Enjoy lots and lots of good college basketball tomorrow, especially the Duke game. 3 p.m. ESPN. Everybody will be able to watch it. Hoping for a big dub. I hope everyone has a great holidays and I will see you guys next time. See ya. Bye.